Today we're gonna have a bit of a girly chat and talk about intersectionality. The worst things about being a girl. What I don't want to talk about is because this topic is so sensitive for everybody. She could not make a public address. Why? Because she's a woman. I just have some things I really need to address. I'm gonna keep saying loud and clearly that I am a feminist. I am a devout feminist. I don't hate men. I love men. Young girls and women around the world. They don't have power over your life unless you give them that power. I think it's time for women to actually have a voice. Hi, this is Girl Talk. Hi! Hi. We're back for a new episode. Yeah. And bum, 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 we bum. thought we'd do something a little bit different today yeah something a little bit intense yeah a little bit intense um yeah so we're gonna just talk about some news because we're living in a crazy world and there are so many amazing stories out there amazing amazing some of them are very inspiring but a lot of them are just really fucked up i think most of them are fucked up guys (laughs) we're like so constantly fed so much information as well from the news that it's really important to talk about Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah i just feel like late like especially in the past week like so much has been going on well not just in the past week but in the past week I've just been like really into a lot of like I've been receiving like messages from like some friends about these like crazy stories and they're like this is so fucked up and yeah and someone actually suggested uh, one of the stories to talk about like on our podcast and I was like oh okay and then like just a lot of other stories started coming up and I was like it's a duty yeah this is so crazy we need to discuss this so what's the story okay so I have like a few uh news articles about several things and yeah you might have not heard from some uh, about some of them so it's going to be really cool to have like these on the spot reactions oh, wow. of some fucked up things Let's go for it okay so um yeah i think i'm gonna start with the michael jackson one because i thought oh, that yeah. was just so completely ridiculous so recently they released uh, a documentary about him calling leaving neverland mm-hmm. and it's basically a documentary where two uh boys uh, now men uh wade robson and james safechuck they uh, basically come out and uh, talk about uh, being sexually abused by Jackson when they were children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen the documentary yet because I feel like it's going to be very fucked up and I need to be in a right state yeah. of mind to watch it, but I will watch it very soon. And, yeah, so they made this documentary. I watched some interviews with them. Like, the stories seem really fucked up. And, yeah, and uh, obviously the same thing is happening now with people not believing them and saying that, oh, they're just doing it, you know, to get money, even though they're not going to get money. But it's like people are saying that the documentary generally is trying to like capitalize on Michael Jackson mm-hmm. and his death and whatever. And I mean, yeah. it's a bit late for that. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's like, come on, like, that's not a reason. Like, the reason mm-hmm. they did this documentary is to, you know, put this out there and... Yeah. You know, because now with the Me Too movement, they felt like it was okay the for right them moment. to speak. Yeah. Mm. So basically, something really ridiculous I read about was that there is a campaign which is uh, fund, uh, like publicly fundraised for mm-hmm. on a website, and basically this campaign is called uh, Michael, like MJ Innocent hashtag Michael mm. Jackson is innocent, and um, basically what they did is they raised funds. To put posters on buses in London. What? 
to promote this campaign that like Michael first Jackson issue, is in it. Seriously, that is so like, first world. Can you imagine there is an actual website where people giving money, give money to fucking stick up posters on buses. To defend like a dead like <laughs> child rapist. Yeah, and the thing is like Aww. if you go on the website they're like this you know this website basically like we still like support uh, victims of sexual assault and uh, child victims and whatever. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Clearly, you yeah, don't. You know, You're yeah. literally raising money to stick up these stupid posters on buses that nobody wants to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is so ridiculous. Like, people are dying out there. People are starving. Like, yeah. take you can this use money. your money for exactly. so many yeah. more important Seriously. things that you're like literally using it to defend. Like, someone. Exactly. First of all, he's dead. Yeah. Second of all, he's like a certified like uh, child rapist. Seriously, just, like. It's not like this is the first time we're hearing about this. Yeah. Like, we've heard about this for years and years. And just because people chose to ignore it doesn't mean that... You know, like, the other day, I think there was uh, Warwick Love. I don't know mm-hmm. if, like, our our audience knows what Warwick Love is. But it's, like, an anonymous submission uh, page. And I read something, like, it was a very long post. It's an essay. It was really yeah, like, yeah, did you read yeah. it too? Was it, it, was it, like, the, I didn't read was it, it the anti-feminist one? No, no, no. Oh, it it okay. was, like, literally a post on, like, the old Michael, uh, Michael Jackson issue. Oh, okay. And, like... This guy. I assume it was a guy. I think it was a guy. I don't know. But it was just. Um, it was all a big post saying, oh, that everyone is so biased by the documentary. No one is seeing like the reality of the situation." It was like, yeah, "You're looking at the truth from only one side. You're like defending one truth." And also, like they were claiming like the the documentary was like very like one sided and that it did not like comprehend everyone's opinion and it was like the thing that he claimed it was like for example they didn't bring in like the testimonial of Maculay Culkin there was yeah. actually like like very close to Michael Jackson when he was a child and mm-hmm. he, and apparently he was not raped I was like wow it's like oh my it's god like this yeah, most stupid like, argument you could ever raise rape every child yeah every single yeah. child yeah oh my god like I can't I just can't believe it this is this is crazy mm-hmm. and this is so stupid and we as like the first world need to step up because mm-hmm. we're acting like I fucking do, idiots. I do understand that it can be like difficult to process this kind of information about someone you might have idolized or thought mm-hmm. was like this amazing person, but like you've just gotta kind of get to grips with it. Like yeah. It's, yeah. 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 And I think like we we can come back to it at at the end because I also have another similar story mm-hmm. to yeah okay. <laughs> for our discussion. Okay, so the second thing I found that was quite disturbing and I honestly like I just don't know anymore so uh, there was a a video game that was supposed to be released in February Uh, I'm Mm. not sure if it was well it wasn't released on like the platform Steam where it was Mm. originally supposed to go on because of like the controversy that it created but basically this this game is called Rape Day (laughs) wow and uh so basically, in this game, it's kind of set in a post-apocalyptic environment where, like, people just go, like, apeshit crazy. And, uh, yeah, you're allowed to, like, uh, commit assault, like, violence, like, really extreme violence, also rape people. And I saw, like, some random screenshots. Obviously, like, they were specific screenshots that were picked out of the game yeah. to do with, like, rape. But, like, it was really fucked up. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, what I thought was really weird was that the, like... It's like the developer was really trying to see, like, how he could push limits because mm. 
he says that the game is aimed for the four percent of sociopaths in the population. It's like, as a developer, oh, yeah. why would you aim your I'm game at four percent? It's a very elite, like, target audience. <laughs> Do you like it's a niche project? Yeah, but, but like, surely the best, of the best of society. Surely we shouldn't be like, like saying it's okay to be a sociopath or whatever. No. Like, come sociopaths on, sociopaths deserve video games. Okay, oh, they deserve <laughs> the narrative. I, I think at the same time we. Do you remember when we had like the the porn episode yeah. and we discussed yeah. the idea of like channeling those mm-hmm. instincts into yeah. like uh, these media products? I think it could be like that could be one of the points that uh, might have been raised. I think that to is a, the game. yeah. I think that is a point that he is basically saying that it's actually aimed for this four percent of sociopaths. And he actually said that like you know people who think uh, you know you know because there is this whole argument that video games that are violent promote real life violence. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's like you know yeah. it's a but <laughs> it's like you know it's a similar thing but he's saying that like well if you think like this is true you know that playing this game you know yeah you think that this is realistic then you shouldn't be playing video games but like how are you going to stop people from playing video games yeah. like if they see it on their stream and it's something that they're interested in like they're going to want to play it of course and it's going to normalize a behavior and a general attitude exactly yeah so it's just Especially, like, because it's so rape-focused. Like, it's not even just, like, general violence. It's not, like, like, just shooting a target or, like, a war game or whatever. It's, like, specifically, like, aimed at rape. Like, yeah. you call it, like, was it rape, rape day? Rape day, yeah. Like, literally, what the hell? It's, like, <laughs> inviting people to just, like, mm. what? <laughs> especially, like, if you imagine, like, this situation is realistic, like, uh, post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. like, your first thought is raping people. I mean, yeah. my first thought would be, like, surviving, running away from the zombies no, no. and finding food and water. Not, like, finding the first dude I can, t- like, in the street and rape him. Come on. This is a very weird, like... Yeah, it's just really bad. And I feel like he was definitely just, like, trying to push yeah. boundaries. Mm-hmm. I'm generally of the opinion that, for most people, video games, like, it... It doesn't do anything. Like, mm. if you're of, like, a stable kind of disposition, you're not going to start killing people because you played a violent video game. Yeah. But I yeah. think I think there is a line. Yeah. That's yeah. the yeah, line. Yeah. That's the line. <laughs> yeah, but I think also, like, the thing... Like, I also agree that, like, obviously, you know, if, if you're not a violent person in general... I mean, this mm. is obviously debatable, and I'm, you know, mm. I'm not a researcher in this or anything. But I think, like, if, as you said, you're yeah. a stable person, playing a violent video game does, you know, because you can clearly draw the line between video game and reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you But are, the thing is, yeah. this is... I don't know. I feel like this is tapping was it into like, something was it, else. Was it also, like, one of those online video games, not the ones that you actually buy, like, no, you buy have the to, disc? You buy, you buy, no, you, I don't oh, think you buy the disc, but it's basically uh, on the platform. Yeah, okay, so it's a download. Da- but you have to pay for it. Okay, no, because, like... I think there is a difference from like those games that you play like the, you buy the disc and you put it in the PlayStation or whatever. I don't know. I haven't played video games since yeah. that time where you actually like put it into an actual console. But I think there is a difference between like the, the games that you put into a console you play or like the ones that you like you just oh, uh, turn on your computer and you can play. I don't know because like no, I, it has this idea of domesticity, this idea of like uh, using it for long hours. It's just, like, people, like, online yeah, gamers, like, computer but gamers is, like, are, like... Again, like, I don't know, obviously, like, I've never been part of the gaming community, <laughs> obviously. But um, I think, like, now, like, most of things, like, do operate online. Yeah. So, like, you, like, even if you do have to buy the physical copy, you can just, like, you install mm. it and that's it. Like, it's there forever and you just... I, don't know, I just think, that. like, there's a different attitude to that. I think, like, 
I don't know. It's like a different way of appreciating the game. They think yeah. that like yeah, yeah. if you pl- like something you play on a console is something you play on mm-hmm. like for a small amount of time, just like on certain days. Well, like computer gamers, like games that you play on your computer are something that you can play for long, long hours. Or people just have like super long sessions, think, so they completely yeah. immerse themselves in the game so as like well. There's like a massive culture around yeah. like, gaming and being mm-hmm. a gamer, like mm-hmm. at the moment, where it, there is this like implicit like kind of addictive quality where yeah. you're just like constantly mm. like you live to play this game yeah. and that kind of thing and you also like kind of become your character <laughs> it's just like you interact yeah, yeah. with other people as your character and if you're like constantly so immersed in this kind of world that that can't be like healthy mm-hmm. yeah yeah but the thing is like for me the kind of real big problem with this is that like obviously you know with violence you can relate it to the real world because real violence does take mm-hmm. place in the real world as well but I feel like there is something more like close to home with this mm-hmm. yeah. in the sense of you you know like women are exposed to rape like in, literally like in their everyday mm-hmm. like it sounds extreme but it's true like yeah. you never know like no, it's more realistic than you just like taking like a machine gun and suddenly shooting around yeah exactly like, there's not like no. reali- something realistic for yeah. a game there yeah where, like, it's clearly just someone trying to push boundaries but there's just something like underlyingly so sinister about yeah. it that mm-hmm. it's just yeah. so uncomfortable and like you can excuse a game like Grand Theft Auto because there's like wider social implications in those games. Not that mm-hmm. I'm like a Grand yeah. no, no, Theft but Auto I understand. Yeah. <laughs> expert, but this just seems like it's yeah, just an excuse to put rape yeah. in there and just mm-hmm. like outrage. Like. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, like the game feels very like from the images and like from the articles, it says that it feels like quite amateurish. So mm-hmm. like the developer is not like. You know, it's yeah. not largely financed. It's like he's literally just you doing it. You can't even it. get the real experience He's of just doing it to push boundaries and yeah. to see, like, how far he can go. Especially now, like, with, you know, the whole Me Too movement and mm. the social change that is happening. It's just like, fuck you. Let's see what we can do here. Yeah, well, yeah, It's sorry, just like dude, he's a bit of an asshole. I'm sure there are so many people that are, like, upset that this is being pulled as well. Like, mm. there's got to be, like, tons. Of- yeah, but I think it's really good because the, like, the... The re- the general public response, like the re- because Steam, uh, like the online platform, we're actually yeah. gonna allow it to go online because like their policy is that as long as it's not illegal or like okay. trolling content, then they're mm-hmm. gonna allow it. But I think like this made them reassess their policies and yeah. it made them it made them like they released a statement, yeah. yeah, where they said that obviously they do still have these policies in place, which they do want to inspire, you know, um, promote self-expression of like the developers and the mm-hmm. artists and whatever. But they are gonna look at things on like a case by case basis and make adjustments accordingly, which I think is so important. Yeah, no, it's, it's good so that like important. they opened their eyes and yeah. just like they did not leave this completely up to the consumer, and they were like as yeah. as a platform. Yeah, as an I enabler, think they they have being to take responsible. Yeah, and it's 100%. good like they stood like in between like this. Yeah, like, and it's nice this. that like by doing this, like the people who are making these games, they they would not have the chance to like just like get like go through the box yeah, of the yeah, policies yeah, yeah. Yeah, to exactly. gain to because earn money yeah if mm-hmm. this game I think if it got released it would have obviously opened up to a lot more games like mm-hmm. this yeah. yeah many more people would have thought yeah. like I can do this and yeah. I'm gonna do it and, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do, do it with worse. yeah and I'm gonna do it with a bigger budget so more yeah. people will want to play it yeah it's just like opens 
a big hole for people to people like no boundaries (laughs) you're starting to learn great guys (laughs) okay so uh the next news story which um yeah i've been thinking about this one for quite a while now and i feel like i've finally come to like my own conclusions about it but it's actually really interesting because it's about academia mm. and obviously, like, you know, being university students yep. something. It's something. And thing. being a liberal, um, you know, we're studying, like, film as part of the, like, liberal arts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think this, like, really concerns us. And, yeah, so basically uh, this event was called the Grievance Studies Affair. Um, basically what happened was that there were a few, uh, I don't remember, it was either three three, possibly three, three uh, really kind of well-renowned academics Mm -hmm. uh, who are also part of like the liberal studies community. And basically what they did was they uh, wrote several um, papers, like academic papers that weren't based on any real studies. And they were they were quite extreme. I'm going to read like some title examples yeah, later in a minute. I know about it now. So they were, ba- yeah, so they uh, wrote these papers and then they uh, sent them out to uh, publications. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so let me just give you examples of what kind of things they wrote. Like my favorite one was uh, human reactions to rape culture and queer performativity at urban dog parks in Portland, Oregon. What? So what this paper was about, this paper was about how, um, basically how like rape culture, we can see it through in like dog parks, because like, you know, whether, because you know, the dogs sometimes go to hump the people and at the same time, like people go to like pet the dogs and it's like whether you know, without asking the dog for permission, etc. And they kind of link that to uh, rape culture. Of course, what? because, like, um, human and dogs are yeah, exactly the same. Exactly. Um, uh, going in through the back door, challenging straight male homo-hysteria and transphobia through receptive penetrative sex toy use. <laughs> I love this it. is amazing. They're quite inventive, don't yeah, they, with those titles? These, these, were the, uh, these ones that I'm reading out, they were actually published. They were accepted into publications by these very well-renowned journals, so, which were peer-reviewed. It. So, I like, people it. read it's this just... and thought that this was, like, on point what we need oh in, like, liberal mm. studies. Um, yeah, we there was, need to know. <laughs> there was one uh, which... Oh, this one's good. An <laughs> ethnography of restaurant masculinity, themes of objectification, sexual conquest, male control, and masculine toughness in a sexually objectifying restaurant... What? what? It's like they just yeah they're really ridiculous. In there was one restaurant. yeah there was one that I'm not sure if it was published or not, but it was basically like a feminist uh, rewriting of Mein Kampf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh of like a chapter from there Gosh. and yeah. Anyway, it's that is, I have to say these are really almost re- brilliant. This like yeah, border. Yeah, like, it's amazing. Border's it's amazing. genius and it's <laughs> and it's really crazy that these articles were published. And, I mean, obviously, since, like, it came out that, obviously, this was a hoax, like, there were a lot of consequences for these Mm -hmm. academics. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, obviously, all of these papers were retracted from the journals. Yeah. Mm. But it's just, I don't know, I think, well, the reason they said that they did it, and I really understand now why, uh, is because there is something, like, about this new wave of liberal academia, which tends to focus a lot more on feelings rather than basing it in facts. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so they call this grievance studies. So it's like, you know, studies, which, you know, whatever, gender, race, uh, queer studies. And they just found that a lot of the more recent things are starting to be based more around feelings rather than facts, which is obviously like, it's really problematic for like left academia in general, because, Mm. you know, if this is what is coming, obviously these articles are not legitimate. And I mean, that's going to essentially like at one point people are going to realize this and it's going to completely disprove like everything that came before it yeah so all of the you know liberal studies that are actually you know legitimate and you know they raise really important issues and that are based in fact yeah they're just going to be mocked as much yeah exactly exactly right now yeah because Because the thing is just as ridiculous yeah yeah which is like it's really scary because like when i first heard about this I was a bit defensive of like the liberal ac- of like liberal academia because yeah. like mm. it's just being shat on so much by like right wing. <laughs> I mean, y- yeah. Mm. So yeah, and it's like you know whatever the liberals say, it's like oh you're a snowflake, oh like you don't know. <laughs> Not even from the left, like ev- even like left like science like academia is just like everyone is shitting on us. Come on, like yeah. no one can like thinks that we actually like yeah like no one thinks something useful yeah no one society. thinks like gender studies is like a legitimate yeah. study to be doing, <laughs> which is film so we kind of know like mm. the the vibe <laughs> yeah so you know because of that it feels like it felt to me initially that this was you know just another reason for people mm. to be shitting on us again mm. yeah because it it kind of opens up the you know liberal academia for what it's kind of become mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like where it's going and yeah no it does raise it yeah like, some issues yeah. are like clearly there and like they're very evident and i don't i don't really know how to feel about this yeah i think like yeah like on the one hand i yeah it at first it made me feel sad that you know they did this to like their own you know area yeah. of academia no but they want to shine a lot but at the like, same time yeah I think it's really important that they did do it because like as much shit as it might get right now f- because people are you know saying that oh look like you know this is just another you know this just proves the point that liberal academia is like bullshit mm. but at the same time I think if this wasn't done then obviously like things would have gone on yeah yeah at the same time I, I want to still be defensive of like our liberal academia and like the way like it is focused on feelings i don't think it should completely abandon that but i don't side think, of that. i don't think like i don't <coughs> think like the legitimate academia academia is like <coughs> obviously f- i don't think feelings are like involved that much yeah no like the thing is it does deal with that to some extent and it shouldn't be laughed at for doing that like i get it some it can it can degenerate and this example shows mm-hmm. that it it, it, go, it is going to that, towards that direction, but at the same time, it shouldn't completely give up on that. Yeah, I think, like, the difficult thing about, like, this kind of academia, like, things like gender studies, race studies, mm-hmm. you know, like, these kind of concepts, like, ideology, etc., like, mm-hmm. they're, they're concepts that we use, like, they're yeah, words that we use. Yeah, the personal, individuals. Yeah, well, but so. they're words that we use to understand these broader, like, social contexts mm-hmm. and social, like, situations. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not something that you can really turn into like numbers or quantify. Mm-hmm. Like these are just ways. And at to the same time, it is something them. that like uh, scientific approach needs that like type of 
a more like literal, literal and more like ideological approach as well. It's like a current thing which I've seen around, like especially in academia, like. Uh, it is it is the reason why, for example, like courses like PPE started, mm-hmm. like because politics and economics needed something like philosophy to be blended in, and like it had always there was always like a class of like philosophy of politics or like some kind of like deeper like understanding of history, because mm-hmm. I think that approach, like the liberal art approach, is always needed even in a scientific field. Yeah, like, I think like interdisciplinary studies interdisciplinary, are really important, yeah. and people are enjoying it, and not, not just because like. It is easier to understand, but just because it gives like a broader perspective, especially on the scientific field. Yeah, and mm. I mean, we have to keep up that attitude, and of course, like, give it that a proper dimension yeah. and a proper like outcome. But at the same time, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be forgetting that mm-hmm. that is our main focus. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But that was <laughs> shout out to all the academics still doing amazing yeah. work. Yeah, and I think like it's it's really good like for them like to bring the things that are easy to understand to to the people like because when you want to bring things, I don't know how to explain to phrase this. It's mm-hmm. like like bring the difficult things to in like change oh, to, make, like, them make, make them easy, make them easy, more understandable. Understand. Yeah, I, get it. I think that's like the difficult part. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. That Good was a them. tough one to unta- to tackle. So Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's really difficult because like as, you know, coming from the liberal academia yeah. side, you do want to defend it. it but at the same that, time, yeah. we do have to be critical of mm. Yeah, if there is a problem, like that is something that needs to be like discussed yeah. and mm-hmm. like looked at introspectively and more widely. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I have two things left. Uh, so one thing is just literally, I'm just going to say, I read last week that uh, there was uh, the first person was cured from HIV. Oh, yeah, I read that. Yeah, I read that too. That's amazing. So happy. That is really exciting. Although it's like not related yeah. to me, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, like it's so crazy, like since, of you know, far like... Come. Yeah. Yeah. But like like the thing is, like, two people... I think there's another people who got, like, cured mm-hmm. before. But the thing is, like, how they were cured is because they've got some kind of other strong virus in, mm-hmm. inside their body. Mm-hmm. And then they've got HIV as well. It's because, like, two yeah. virus uh-huh. were there together. Yeah, and they, then somehow they got cured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe we can just, like... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure, like the science yes. people will. Science people, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll leave that to them. Yeah, but them. still, it's amazing. But yeah, it's amazing yeah. to see the progress. Yeah. I know, no. Also, because like, I think it also can help with this, like the stigma around HIV a lot. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, also, like how bring, people approach that. Yeah. So yeah, and we're gonna do an episode of that next time on like STDs. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Gonna say a lot about raising that. awareness. <laughs> yes, awareness. <laughs> Okay, so we do have to soon wrap up. So I'm just going to go to, like, the last story, um, which is about R. Kelly, my <laughs> fucking number one uh, priority Oh, so we can link into this the month. first one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, if you haven't yet watched uh, Surviving R. Kelly, which is the documentary that was recently released at the, end, at the beginning of the year about mm-hmm. R. Kelly, you have to watch it. Like, a lot of trigger warnings, so, like, if you're easily triggered by things like rape, assault, etc., then probably don't watch it. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, it was so fucked up, such a fucked up experience just watching it. 
really enlightening mm. um, because I had no idea about like R. Kelly as a yeah. as a figure, especially in the African American community and like what he represented. Yeah. But oh, yeah, so so recently he was uh, finally uh, charged with like ten. <laughs> yeah, so he was charged with the uh, ten uh, allegations, and he was uh, imprisoned, even though he was then released uh, with like bail. I don't know how you call it. He was yeah, bailed out. When, yeah. yeah, he was bailed out, even though I swear, like they said, that he wasn't supposed to be bailed out. Mm-hmm. But then, funnily enough, a week later, he was imprisoned again because he wasn't paying um, child support to his uh, children, mm. and that like Aggravated, came up to like a hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars. Um, yeah, so then he went to jail again, and then someone bailed him out because there was a fund created, and <laughs> someone ridiculous. paid his fucking child support money. Someone paid it for him, oh. for him Isn't to it ridiculous? come People out of prison. stop spending money oh. on rapists. They don't understand. Also, because this guy was loaded for most of his life. Seriously. He doesn't need your money, okay? He deserves to rot in he jail. Does. This is <laughs> disgusting. So he went out and he uh, went to uh, CBS this morning and he did an interview which was so angering and so ridiculous to watch. He did an interview, um, I forgot who his interviewee was, but she was an African-American woman. So you can imagine, like, how... The tension. Yeah, the tension, but at the same time, she handled it so well. Like, she Mm -hmm. didn't let emotions get into her way at all. And you could see, like, she was so well composed. Like, good for her. Nice. And he's just such a horrible human being. He is so (laughs) horrible. He was basically... Like, he had a breakdown, he had a fit, saying how, like, everyone is against him, why are you believing the media? All of these women are just against him, trying to bring him down, trying to, like, kill him, kill him, like, metaphorically. Like, socially. And he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to have a relationship with my children. Obviously, you're fucking not, because you're not paying child support. Like, fuck you. (laughs) You had your chance. (laughs) It was... was crazy like the interview was like around 10 to 30 minutes i don't remember how long it was because it was a bit cut up and at one point he literally like he got like angrily hysterical (laughs) like he got up he started like you know just kind of lashing out it did so much better yeah Yeah, but it was it was crazy and the fact that was he like playing the victim he was definitely playing the victim like the thing is after this documentary and after hearing all of these stories like there is no way that you can't like not believe the girls Mm -hmm. and there's no way that you can believe that like he, well, he like why would the girl right. lie though like at the beginning exactly yeah, it's not just like, one girl there are yeah, like, like there girls, are so many yeah. so many no, I remember like there was also like a bit of controversy because like uh, John Legend is featuring in the film in the in the mm-hmm. documentary yeah. and like obviously like accusing him and many people were like oh my god you were so brave and it was like dude I just told the truth yeah. like these people mm. don't deserve like any kind of mercy or like no, like it just, no. it's just like they deserve to be like like exposed, exposed exactly yeah, yeah. so there's like I'm not being brave I'm just being just a decent human truth, being yeah. but like ex- like just yeah. exposing to it the was world disgusting what like this document uh, this uh, I remember interview. like there was all the like especially before like all these accusations came mm-hmm. out like the old thing with the, the singer Aaliyah yeah like it 
he was our producer. Yeah. And then like yeah. there was like some kind of marriage involved. Yeah. I yeah, remember yeah. like they, that. They was... show that in the documentary. Yeah. It's really fucked up. I didn't so... have the stomach to watch a documentary. Honestly, I, I'm not like that strong. I cannot watch it, these things. Yeah. So. Like with the with Aliyah, basically. There was a marriage involved. Yeah, so and she was, she, like, was she, she was younger. She was uh, oh twelve. Oh my god! And uh, basically, uh, the adults from- around them found out about this relationship, and in order for this not to get out, they basically had to forge her. Uh, like they had to forge her age, and have them get married. Oh, oh my god. There was a, there were there was also like some kind of statement. So sorry, can I ju- can I just say like yeah. he, the the interviewer was asking him like so you're saying that you've never had sex with an underage girl? Oh my god! You've never had sex with, and he was like, no, of course not. Blah 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 blah. It's like yes, you have several times. Like everyone knows it. Why are you lying? Why are you lying? I mean, why are you trying to save your ass now? But it was obvious. But like. Um, the- the thing is, like, everyone knows, and then he denies it. That's, like, showing how ridiculous his yeah. is. Because, like, yeah. he has been accused in court. Yeah. Like, so, like, once you've been accused in court and, like, you've been proven, like, guilty, there's no way you yeah, can but deny the thing is, I mean, he, I mean, he hasn't, been, like, the, they haven't actually had the, the hearing yet. Mm. I think that's happening this month. But, the, like, I think the fucked up thing is that, obviously, they've had these accusations, especially from underage girls, mm-hmm. for the past 20 years. And I think he's used to nothing being, like, nothing happening with yeah. it. He's used to just, you know, being mm-hmm. able to well, cover being himself. Being successful as well. Yeah, and carry on with his career and for people to just forget about it. Mm-hmm. Because he has such strong support, like, from his fan community. And, like, now, that is even more I think he's just scared because he knows that, like, this is the last time. And he's not getting away with it now. And he really and can I think affect, he's scared. like, his, yeah. like... I mean, this, this is it. Like, like, this is it. Like, his record company yeah. dropped him... You know, uh, streaming platforms are not streaming him anymore. Like, this is it. This is the end for him. Mm-hmm. He can fuck off. Yeah. Honestly. Oh. Hey, th- this reminds me of, like, the, um, the old Kesha story that she had with uh, uh, Dr. Lou. Yeah. And I whole like... I mean, like, it, there was, like, still some kind of, like, fan community was trying to, mm-hmm. like, defend him. Yeah. And, like, and it, it was so absurd because, like, her statement was so... It was, like... It was so, I don't know, so brave and so open and, like, so clearly true. And, like, I think Sony, like, still, still, uh, there was still some kind of bound, like, Mm -hmm. by amending, like, Mm. contract between between her and Sony. She couldn't break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think it took a long time before, finally, like, the recording company and, like, the Mm -hmm. producer finally, like, disjointed and he finally, like, got what he he deserved. But, like, I think... Uh, yeah, R. Kelly has got it to that point where it's no. just. I think like it's just it's not gonna pass this time, especially with like the whole Me Too campaign. It's yeah. like the thing is, it's like now that you said, like I completely forgot about the Kesha story, mm-hmm. but it because that happened, long time that happened quite well. a few, yeah. it happened quite a few years ago, and yeah. you can but see that like I, that I shit like would that not like pass like now. Recent yeah, things. it's Everybody recent, like, but like yeah. I think it's like maybe in the past five to I ten years. I think it was years. like around 2015, something yeah. like that. Oh, so. that's recent. That's like in the past five yeah. years. Yeah. yeah, but you can yeah, see like what a dramatic change. Yeah, exactly. And you. And I remember like it took a lot. Like right now, it would have taken like much 
less to solve yeah. the situation, but that took so long. Yeah, and, and like, people Kesha were was so adamant that she of, was like, like trials ages, for like so yeah. long, and no one believed her for so long. Well, now I think we've had like enough progress, mm. and like we've influenced like media and public perception enough to let like victims be heard and believed. So like, it's not now we have to, to actually get to the next level in which like we finally put put the like the the people in jail mm-hmm. and like make them stay there without anyone paying for their bail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I read this thing about Eric mm-hmm. Carling. So I'm sorry. I just like I remember reading this article about like because he was the producer of like Destiny's Child, mm-hmm. and apparently. Beyonce's parents would not allow like the three girls to like stay alone with him at any time because like when they started yeah. out they were like underage they were like yeah. 16 and like apparently like they would stay with the with um Michelle Beyonce and mm-hmm. oh my god who is it <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Kelly, uh, they say like we're like with them all the time and make sure because like they could even though he never did anything to them specifically, they could sense that he was dangerous. Yeah. So like we are. That is such a good shout. Like if like, you if you listen to like all of the different stories and like the parents' sides as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is fucked up. Like, good for them. Good for those parents yeah. who, like, stuck mm. to it and were able to, like, resist. Like, if, it, if it's someone, like, you can sense is dangerous. Like, it's I somehow mean... really dangerous. Yeah. It is, dangerous yeah. For to real, s- yeah. To some extent, he must be. Yeah, sense. for sure. Yeah. So, like, we started before, like, we have to wrap up, but yeah. I just want to say, like, stop listening to these artists. Stop, like, watching their <laughs> movies. Just, like, don't support them. Because every time you do, that's, like an extra buck in their pocket mm. and we don't want that more bail money for our cash <laughs> yeah like obviously it's like, like obviously, go fund, fund me campaign yeah. like obviously you know you can make your own choices but like realize the consequences yeah. of your actions and I don't think we can separate like art from the artist at this point mm-hmm. it's just not right and it is I understand it is a difficult process and you're like what does me appreciating this person's music do with this person's actions yeah because like you can like you can still think oh thriller is a great song but then like doesn't it hit oh. you suddenly that like this guy raped children yeah. it's just like i think i mean you i understand like the song is it still has some kind of appeal to you because of its musical qualities but at the same time i think the notion of like this this person's actions this person's actions will just make you feel bad to some extent to like yeah. to the I, I mean of, like, i think it should it, it yeah. should. I am never watching 13 going on 30 again. Oh my god! <laughs> this, is, this has just ruined that film scene forever. Oh my god. Which scene? Uh, the scene where they, drink, they dance thriller. Oh, that's a great uh, scene. Okay, well. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I but, feel like we have to give a lot of things up, but we have yeah. to do it. it has it's to be good. Done. We're yeah. doing it for the greater good. Yeah. So. Mm. So we're going to wrap up and this is our final episode of, of this, uh, this time oh, and we're going to see so you far. see you in a month uh, if you want to email not email us can't email <laughs> oh us my gosh. Uh, DM us on Instagram it's GRL Talk Podcast uh, follow us for some cool updates also shout out to our two fans in the Philippines we oh. oh. we really like we went a long Asia. way yeah like, yeah so proud keep be safe yeah. <laughs> okay. So, have well, a good Easter holiday. Oh yes. Have a good nice break. We all need it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.